Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, the go-to podcast on how to bring clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Brought to you by Jonathan Gibson, founder of Wells Gibson and author of the Purposeful Wealth book. Pick up your copy of Purposeful Wealth on Amazon and please enjoy this show. Welcome to episode nine of the Purposeful Wealth podcast and a sensible approach to more sustainable investing. Our climate, the habitat destruction of palm oil farming, ocean plastic, zero contract hours, child labour and income inequality are amongst the many challenges that we face in the world. Our attention has increasingly been drawn to the issue of sustainability by campaigners such as Sir David Attenborough and Greta Thunberg. Most of us know that the human race is doing a pretty poor job at balancing the claims of today's population against the claims of future generations when it comes to the world and its resources. However, I think it's fair to say it's not an easy balance to get right. On the one hand, rapid economic growth in the emerging economies over the past couple of decades, for example, has had a major positive impact on its people, taking 2 billion people out of abject poverty and significantly reducing infant mortality. On the other hand, this has been driven by capitalism, sometimes in an extreme and uncontrolled form with material consequences for the environment and wider stakeholders, not least employees. There have been abuses in many forms. They lie beneath the surface in child and slave labour, corruption, pollution, and then there's been that loss of biodiversity. So we can either respond to these challenges and become part of the solution or bury our heads in the sand. However, these challenges will not go away. Many people have already made changes that affect their daily lives that can and will make small yet meaningful differences in the world in which we live. These range from running more fuel-efficient cars to buying more locally produced products and perhaps avoiding companies with poor records on employment. However, one area that has largely been ignored both by families and the investment management industry, until recently that is, is the opportunity to improve the sustainability of their investment portfolios and the companies they own within them. By investment portfolios, we are of course referring to our pensions, our ISAs, our general investments. The term sustainability is spread around as if everyone knows what it means. In essence, it means making the world a better place by coming together and defining a more balanced use of the natural resources available, tackling issues relating to the climate and the knock-on effect that this will have on economic migration and the impact on the ecosystems of the world. Sustainability also means building a fairer society where there is less income inequality, where employees get treated fairly and that corporate governance improves the level of corporate responsibility in the drive for profits. The United Nations has established 17 sustainable development goals, which I think few of us would disagree with. These goals include no poverty, good health and well-being, affordable and clean energy, climate action, life below water, 
life on land. And there are many more. Incorporating sustainability into an investment portfolio implies that the information is available on companies operating around the world that reflect their true business practices and plans to improve their sustainability over time. Ideally, these data would be rigorous, standardized, and a truthful reflection on how the company thinks and operates. However, unfortunately, there is still a big gap between perfect data and reality. Yet, I'm convinced, certainly, that pursuing the perfect should not stop us from at least trying to make a start. The data are improving and companies are being driven by investors to deliver clearer and more timely insight. And that, I think, can only be a good thing. The investment industry tends to talk about ESG metrics, which stands for environmental, social and governance issues faced by companies. It's these data that can be used to inform the investment decisions that fund managers make in structuring the products or funds that they offer us as investors. In real life, we make trade-offs around the choices we face when it comes to improving the sustainability of our lifestyles. Take, for example, the issue of recycling. Most people rightly make an effort to recycle their household waste, sorting plastics and paper into their different recycling bins and then wheeling them out for collection on a Sunday night, perhaps. And yet we're still prepared to jump into our diesel or petrol-driven cars and head off on our long-haul holidays. Well, when we're allowed to do it, that is. In other words, we balance out these trade-offs and live with them. In the same way, we face these trade-offs when it comes to structuring an investment portfolio. If we start from the premise that most investors own a portfolio to grow or preserve wealth and to create a source of current or future income, then the returns that that portfolio delivers are very important. At Wells Gibson, our traditional portfolios are structured to deliver diversified broad market returns derived from risks that we are comfortable in taking because we understand what they are and the likely characteristics that they will deliver over time. Most investors want to make sure that they receive broad capital market returns in return for taking on broad market risks in order to achieve the life that's important to them. And if that can be achieved in a more sustainable way, all the better. However, to do this does require some pragmatic trade-offs, such as maintaining sector weightings in the portfolio in line with the market. This means continuing to own energy and airline stocks, perhaps in the realisation that we still need fuel for our cars and gas to power our power stations, and we still need to take flights to go on holiday or to go on business. We call this approach systematic ESG investing, and this is certainly Wells Gibson's preferred route. In practice, ESG or environmental, social and governance credentials on a company by company basis can be used to make judgments on companies which can be reflected in the makeup of our portfolios. Some companies, for instance, in the oil and gas sector have set out a strong vision for the future direction of the company and its transition to a carbon neutral future and are leading investors and innovators in renewable energy. Better companies reduce the risks associated with their business and treat their broad stakeholders more equitably, whereas others in the sector lag materially. 
In a systematic ESG portfolio, the best-in-class companies are favoured through overweighting, and those companies not deemed to be best-in-class are underweighted. In many cases, some of the worst ESG companies, perhaps those that are producing cluster munitions, will be excluded. Likewise, some of the worst CO2 emitters might be excluded. This is strategy-specific at the fund level and needs to be taken into account when constructing our portfolios. At present, the good news is that there are high-quality systematic ESG funds available in developed equity markets and emerging equity markets. However, other asset classes tend to still have limited quality products available. But the good news is that there is considerable product development happening and regular new launches of products or funds are happening all the time. Wearing our risk manager's hat, Wells Gibson will only introduce a fund when it meets our criteria for inclusion. Where we can't yet find a suitable product, the traditional fund will be used to make the allocation until it can be replaced safely. Moving to a more sustainable approach to investing is a journey to be taken in small, careful steps. Over time, corporate ESG data should improve, becoming deeper and wider in scope and coverage, along with the ability to measure the impact more insightfully. New products or fund development in the systematic ESG space is growing exponentially and the quality and availability of these products will also continue to grow. I think it's an exciting time for investors who want to make a difference with their pensions, their ISAs or their general investments. It might be a long road, but the destination should be worth it. If we ask ourselves if we want our children and grandchildren to live in a better world, which has tackled climate issues, reduced pollution on land and in our oceans, helped to abolish child labour and produced a more equitable society, the answer is obvious. If you are listening today and you are someone who would like to use your investment portfolio as one of the many ways in which you can make a small yet meaningful difference alongside others, then systematic ESG investing may be a choice worth considering. If you would like to know more about Wells Gibson's Step in the Right Direction portfolios, please feel free to contact us. And in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode from the Purposeful Wealth podcast. Thank you for listening to Purposeful Wealth. Please remember to subscribe, review and come back next week for your next instalment. You can also visit the wellsgibson.uk website for more information on bringing clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Purpose for Wealth podcast is powered by Wells Gibson Limited, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. This podcast does not constitute financial advice and the listener should not regard any of the financial information provided as a personal recommendation. The advice and strategies highlighted might not be suitable for every situation. It is your responsibility to seek the services of a competent professional if assistance is required. Neither Wells Gibson Limited nor the publisher shall be liable for damages arising herefrom. Investments involve risks. 
the investment return and principal value of an investment may fluctuate so that an investor's shares, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than the original value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. There is no guarantee strategies will be successful.